This is Shandy Chernow, and you're listening to the Shandyland Podcast. Listeners, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you've been enjoying the past episodes, and today we've got an amazing guest named Crystal Golden. She is mom to Camille and Callie, two incredibly gorgeous three- and five-year-old girls. She is a food allergy video blogger. You can find her at Allergy Lifestyle Mom on Instagram and on YouTube. And her daughters have peanut, egg, milk, strawberry, and shrimp allergies. Do I have that right? That's right. Yeah, it's quite a collection you've got between the two of them. (laughs) Right, right. So tell me all about how is it being a mom of two food allergy kids? How'd you get this vlog started? Is that the right word, vlog? It will be today. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to take it from you and use it, okay? You're a vlogger. Tell me your story. Well, I actually found out about their allergies on accident. Um, We're not a big food allergy family, so I had no idea. Um, When Callie was about five months old, we started having eczema issues. She had eczema everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, We couldn't figure out what it was. And then I was exclusively exclusively, um, nursing um, and then I was going out of town in a couple of months. So I wanted to prepare to have backup formula. We tried a formula and she threw up all the way across the room. I had no idea that it was even an allergy. Um, fast forward, went to a dermatologist. We couldn't get the estimate out the way. They referred me to an allergist. I told them about the time that she threw up. They said, let's test her for the top eight allergens. Sure. Okay. Right. That's not in my family. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, she came back um, allergic to six out of the eight allergens um, when she was under 18 months, along with the allergens that you listed, she was also allergic to soy and wheat that she grew out of. Thank so, goodness for that. So I think soy might be the hardest one. That stuff is in everything. 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 It was absolutely the hardest. In fact, I just kept her on baby food <laughs> for an extended time because I didn't even know what to do. Um, I've learned to not stress myself out um, and do what I can't control. So there were other moms that were asking me, she's 11 months. Why is she still on baby food? That is what works for us. <laughs> she can eat and she's healthy and she's okay. okay. So eventually I will say about 18 months or so, she, we were constantly getting her tested every year and we were able to discover that her scores were low enough to introduce the, the wheat and soy. And eventually she wasn't allergic to it anymore. That's great. It's so nice when they grow out of them, isn't it? Yes. And actually Last week, we just got um, Callie. She just did her oil challenge, and she has grown out of almonds. Hey, that's great. That's brand, that's brand new. You're going to see that on my social media page soon. I haven't been able to re- to post it yet, but that exclusive news. You heard it. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's amazing. No, that's so great, right? I mean, what a relief for you. Just one less thing to have to worry about. Yes. So now just peanuts, cashews milk (laughs) and eggs left for her yeah there you go i like it oh and they're different too so the other one is let me see if i can discern strawberry and shrimp and then some overlap yes and they're um everything that callie is allergic to plus those additional items including salmon 
Including what? Salmon? Salmon. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. We actually found out about salmon on, um, on accident again <laughs> through nursing. Yeah. I was already familiar with food allergies because of Cali, but this time with Camille when I was nursing, um, I was actually instructed to keep nursing with the allergen so it can, be, so it can actually build the immune Mm -hmm. with them and as long as they are not reacting in the in poorly then keep going it worked for Callie and it almost worked for Camille except when I was eating salmon her whole body would turn red yeah, that's so not good. not good so I had to take it out of you know that was my favorite food but we're not going to talk about the mother's sacrificing <laughs> for the kids oh we're going to talk uh, about it <laughs> just not yet <laughs> when I was when I was nursing my first son, he had some food allergies um, when he was a baby to mango, egg, and pork, I think is what he had. Mango. And uh, yeah, mango I found by accident with baby food because the label didn't show that there was no, there was new stuff in it. You know, you know how baby food's labeled, right? Like, I mean, the right. ingredients did, but the title of it was like banana, peach, and apple or something like that, right? So dumb me assumed it only had banana, peach, and apple in it and that I wasn't introducing something new, but it was. But when I was nursing him, he would too, right, break out into eczema stuff. And I had like 70 bags of milk stored in the freezer. And the doctor's like, yeah, if you don't know what you ate those days, you should toss them. And I was like, hell no. Like, my child can have eczema because I worked hard for that, right? Right. I think at some point God intervened and the freezer broke and we had to throw them all out anyway, but... He was looking out for you. <laughs> the, you know, the uh, the idea of throwing out that much, you know how hard you work for that stuff? Like, no. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. My husband actually spilled a bottle of, um, of just freshly pumped milk. And yeah, it took me a day to really get over that. And it was just about three ounces. <laughs> Look, that three ounces cost you. You see, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Having to throw all that out was heartbreaking. There were tears. There were tears. Oh. With my second one, I vowed that there was going to be no milk in the freezer. Like, nope. There's no backup supply for this one. Sorry. Because I just couldn't handle the idea of it. So you have little ones with allergies. But I noticed on your social media that they're in school. Right. Right. How's that go? So... It takes me a while to really make sure I find a school. I mean, of course, we care for academics. We care about their, you know, about their safety, you know, just physically, just mm -hmm. as a school. But food allergies is actually on the top of my list <laughs> first. They can learn academics. They can learn environment. Um, but I need that first. And so when, I were, when I'm looking for a school, um, I particularly chose... It seems like Montessori, for some reason, works better with food allergies. Didn't even know about Montessori. I just was looking for schools, and it just happened to fit um, with that because not only does it kind of help teach you to be self-advocates of their allergies, but also they seem to help the kids help cater towards their allergies as well. Like, I remember... Um, one classroom that's like we can't we're not going to eat this because Callie can't eat it I'm like y'all are doing that for my baby <laughs> you know those little things um and also they don't allow candy there um they do other activities that are not around food and it's just a little bit more natural naturally a peace of mind um and so 
those are schools that tend to work for us. Um, will you keep them? Will you keep them in Montessori going forward? You think? I'm not really sure. Um, you know, when I think about it for food allergies only, it's like yes. But then as they get older, I do want to tr maybe try different styles as well. So I haven't considered that. Right now with COVID, they're not moving. <laughs> so you know what's going on with the rest of the world. But that's a whole nother issue. No one knows. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm just not really sure. I I was getting very stressed about school. I actually kept them home up until about three, um, at least with Callie, because I, that's just a whole stress issue for me. And so it's easier to keep them home. And then when I when she went to school for the first time, it was, um, she actually started off at school at my husband's church. And I was so nervous, like the first two days, I was like nervous the whole time. I was at the school kind of driving around, <laughs> driving by like, is school over yet? Is school over yet? <laughs> but what was interesting is it actually helped a lot after speaking with the chef and everything because that chef knew their allergies like the back of their hand. Yeah. And so it actually helped and it gave me some relief that a lot of times those chefs, the, the, the lunch staff, they know the kids' allergies. The teachers who work with them, they know them. So it really helped a lot. It's really the extracurricular activities that have more of an issue than a caring teacher or the caring staff. But I still try not to put the, the complete trust in anyone's hands and I like to bring my own food. Yeah, no doubt. What kind of activities do they do? Well, right now, um, Callie yes. is in- Nobody's doing a whole lot of anything right now. Exactly. <laughs> Callie is- I went ahead and signed her up for individual style sports for because of COVID. Exactly. Yeah. So I took them out of gymnastics and they are in tennis and golf. Nice. Yeah. Both of my yeah. boys play golf too. That's been the, like a lifesaver activity wise. And every time I post about either one of them in golf, I'm all, look, they're social distancing. Like what a great social distance sport. Cause I don't want any of the mom shaming out there. Exactly. And they were doing swimming this summer. Yeah. Swimming is good. Yeah, and um, it actually helped really invest in their swimming. Didn't have anything else to do this summer. So the traditional once a week that I was planning on doing, they did almost every day. So now, like we went to Disney World, I was ready to show off their skills in a pool. And they would just swim across the pool. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, they're great swimmers. They're so little. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Mom accolades are good. <laughs> right. Right. So, so and then they're, you know, they look they're much smaller than than what they look. So, you know, Callie is five. And he was like, oh my gosh, like one lady thought she was three. She's swimming like that and she's three. And I thought it was talking about Camille because Camille is three. But it was talking about Callie and the and she was just super impressed. I just had to let her have it because it I was she was just so impressed. I was like, oh yeah, she's She's excellent. <laughs> That's amazing. So Disney, huh? How did it? How did that go with the food allergies? They've got such a great reputation for handling the top eight really, really well. Mm -hmm. What was your experience there? Well, this is why I say I'm gonna probably go every year. It just took the stress off of me. I always packed backup food, but guess what? I didn't have to use any of the backup food. Nice. Um, and it. We went to T-Rex first, 
Um, and then there, the chef, first of all, when you tell them they have allergies, there is no irritation that you want to speak to the chef. There is nothing like that. In fact, they're happy to say, oh, let me get the chef. I'll be right back. And they come out immediately. They tell you automatically what they can eat. They fix it for you. And then they, they have their own special food. So, you know, it just works out great. And then we went to Chef Mickey, of course. And we were able to get, like, pancakes. I mean, we had to have pancakes and waffles, you know, different meats. And I felt like the girls were so excited. But the funniest thing is um, they had vegan eggs. This is the first time that the girls had vegan eggs. What on so, earth is in a vegan egg? What's in it, you say? Can't be an egg, right? I have no idea. Plant food. <laughs> <laughs> Plant food. <laughs> I don't know. Tofu eggs? <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe tofu, maybe soy or something. Mm-hmm. But I know... The funniest thing is when he brought the eggs on the table, because he was very clear, this is the allergy things. And so I put eggs on Callie's plate, calcified right up on her plate, and she was like, mommy, what are you doing? I can't eat those. I was so excited, you know, that she was even telling me I can't no eat doubt. those. Like, yeah, advocating for herself is important. Exactly. So I had to explain to her, Callie, it's okay. These are not the same eggs. These are your special eggs. And only mommy can give them to you. I don't even want anybody else to say that they're vegan. Only mommy <laughs> can give yeah. you these eggs. But like, after she was ate there a the part egg, of you that was a little nervous about it? Well, I tried it first. And you're like, this is definitely not an egg. And when I tried it, I said, Yeah, you can <laughs> you can eat this. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't eggs. Um, I have I don't know what was in it, but she loved it. That's in great. fact, I almost I almost got a little emotional because after she ate the eggs, she said, Mommy, I like it. She said, Mommy, I'm able to eat eggs. The rest of the day, she was like, Mommy, for breakfast, I had eggs. Like, she was just so excited about it. And, you know, Callie, I would say she's a little mature. So when I just say, Callie, you can't eat it because you're allergic, she takes it and run with it, no problem. Yeah. But I forget that she realizes that it's a separation from her. So the fact that she was excited that she got to do something, I eat eggs almost every day. And she see me eat eggs and she doesn't get to experience it. So I was like, I never thought that, I thought she was just handling it, handling it because that's what she used to. But she realizes that I get to do something somebody else is doing. Yeah, that's, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? The exclusionary factor, and they do. They 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 realize that they feel that. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to school for one second. Um, okay. There's a a lot of schools will have like a peanut free table, right? Or a okay. nut free table. What are your What are your thoughts or feelings about that? Just you brought that up because of the exclusion thing, right? Right. I definitely do not like it. Um, I just don't believe in it. And and maybe I'm biased because my kids have multiple allergies. So, okay, peanuts, that's fine. But what if they were not allergic to peanuts because they're allergic to milk and shellfish and everything else. So I just don't think that it's um, beneficial. If nothing else, it actually creates a separation and makes them, you know, they're singled out to say, oh, they're the allergy kids. I could not agree with you more. I think that it creates that exclusion 
like we've been talking about. I also think it gives everybody a false sense of security. Oh, my school's so good at allergies. No, you're good at one allergy. What about everybody else, right? Nobody knows how to handle it. Actually, I feel that way when when restaurants have allergy menus also. When you have a not top eight. Now, you're fortunate that the not top eight is strawberry. There's not that, you know, strawberry doesn't hide in a bunch of stuff, particularly not, you know, the savory foods. But, like, I'm pork, right? And so when people hand me an allergy menu and they say, oh, well, this is what we're trying to do when there's an allergy. I'm like, that's great, but this doesn't help me. Right. You know, and I feel less safe because they are so heavily reliant on that. And I feel like the peanut table at a school is kind of similar, right? Where people are like, oh, you have an allergy, you go over there. Okay, but those kids are eating the things that I'm allergic to. Right. I mean, that's peanuts. That's definitely true. And that's another reason why, um, you know, I get some parents out, you know, they kind of allergy shame me. But I purposely eat um, around them and teach them that they are not allowed to share. And you cannot eat off of anyone else's plate. I have to be forceful on that at home because... I can't, I'm not around them 24 seven. So I have to, I have to train them early. And like, um, Callie, it's kind of funny. She's so used to eating off her own plate, her own items, her own seat. I remember that one day we took her to um, school and they moved her seat around. She, that didn't work for her. Yeah. You know, so little, little small things like that really, really helps. But having it on separate tables, especially when they're younger, it may not be as effective. But when they start getting older, like six and above, they're, you know, they feel separated. So teaching them to eat around other people, um, no, I cannot share. Someone watching them if they're younger it's just going to require that because now you're creating another issue. I think you've created something really smart there, right? So for me, I'm the one with the allergies and we don't keep the stuff that I can't eat in the house. And the boys would never um, eat anything that I can't have here. They will at their dad's house, but not on the days they're transferring. They're very, very thoughtful about it. It's really funny. It's really cute. Um, But if you've got the kids who are allergic, I think that probably the inclination is to not keep those foods in the house. But you're absolutely right. How do you teach them that not all food is safe when they've grown up in an environment that's, you know, totally safe for them? I think that's incredibly smart of you to do. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You've got to teach them that. And how else are you going to do it? Right. You can't rely on. Okay, it's your first day of school. Guess what? You can't share other people's food. Bye. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I think it's really smart. What, uh, so what do you think in, in raising food allergy girls and you b- found both of them kind of by accident, what do you think is the biggest mistake that you've made along the way that you would, you could go back and change if you could? Um, hmm. I would say... Just in the interest of having the learning for, you know, our listeners and when they, you know, when they come across kids who have food allergies, all that stuff. Well, the biggest mistake is to, this is probably related to kids in general, is to think that one thing that worked for Callie worked for Camille. Oh, interesting. Um, They're totally different personalities. Um, with, With Callie, I can tell her, do not touch this. I can leave it on the top. I can leave something on the top of the shelf. She's not going to mess with it. She's okay with it. 
if I say you have an allergy, she's okay with everything. Camille is <laughs> not quite there. We actually had to move the, um, the nut product on top of the refrigerator because she will actually climb up in the pantry oh, <laughs> and, get, and get items. Callie asked us if she can have any food. Camille just eats it. So I had to rearrange. They, they have an allergy cabinet that's for them, and they know that that's where they get their foods. Callie does that just fine. Camille does not care. care. <laughs> <laughs> so Second kids are a fascinating bunch, aren't they? So, it, exactly. So I had to <laughs> learn to rearrange the home where she cannot touch it. Um, because one time she actually, it was, a, it was in a trash can. I hate to say it, but my daughter's digging a trash can. But it was in a trash can. That makes her a normal human child. I guess, I guess. <laughs> and she put it out of the trash can and she didn't eat it, but she just got the peanuts on her fingers. And I'm assuming that she wiped her face or something because her whole eye swole up and it was just, it was bloodshot red and it was swollen. I'm talking about something scary. Yeah. And, and then, you know what make it worse? I was in the kitchen with her, missed the whole thing. She was, and she was helping me cook. I literally told her to throw something away because they love helping mommy. Okay. <laughs> told her to throw something away. She in the trash, didn't she? She sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a, a big lesson for me that kids are just not the same. I had to treat them differently. Um, like Camille is very vocal about not liking her allergies. Um, Callie does... She goes on, but Camille is very vocal. She she cries about it and she gets emotional about it. So I know how she feels about it. Yeah. So just learning how to cater towards them separately is um it was, it was probably a mistake I had I learned at first and that I had to flip it to make it work for them. So this is a super stressful thing for you, obviously, right? Not only are you taking right. care of two little kids, right? And three and five's a bit of a challenge age-wise, right? They're into everything and they have opinions about everything. What do you do to take care of you? <laughs> well, you know, you asked me that in a good year because um, it took me a long time to get where I could take care of myself. I did not even know that I had a challenge with it. I was so consumed with being stressed about allergies I don't really like, I don't really care for anybody watching them. I prefer somebody to come here. Um, So I'm a pretty outgoing person. I like to do different things. I like new experiences. So just changing that style was very difficult for me. And I had to learn how to, how to let go. And um, I actually teach, <clears throat> I have a lot of siblings, I have a big family. I teach them, they come over and I teach them about the girls' allergies. Any family member, you stay with me for a while to teach, so I can actually teach them. And then I, I, I feel like I have a better support system as they learn and they get older where I can let go. And the simple things I appreciate now, like going out to eat with my friends. I did it a lot before I had kids. And then all of a sudden when I had Kelly Camille, I was like, I'm not going anywhere, mm-hmm. but just going out again, um, just go have, you know, just a summer time away from them was very helpful. Um, continue to educate myself, um, spending time, spending 
um, husband time, you know, it, you know, all of that, just the separation of who Crystal was before allergy lifestyle mom, just getting back there. But it was not an easy process. If you would ask me this last year, I don't know. I can tell you that so easily because it took me a while to get there. I didn't even realize that I was stressed. I didn't know that I had anxiety. And really, COVID kind of helped with that. The reason why is because when they were home with us, as much as it was stressful <laughs> because they were all over the place and I really couldn't work the way I wanted to, I wasn't stressed about allergies. In the back mm-hmm. of my mind, the anxiety was kind of kind of gone. If there was a mistake or something that I did, it was because I did it. I feel like I have a little bit more control. Yeah. And you trust yourself more than you trust other people, of course. Exactly. And so, and then um, even seeing my you know, uh, not to be biased against fathers. Fathers are great. I love fathers. But we naturally, as mothers, we, we, we adjust much faster. So just seeing how my husband is now, like almost gave um, Camille a popsicle. I, I sometimes forget about the strawberry allergy. Yeah. And, um, and I almost gave her a popsicle that was strawberries. My husband was like, no. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you because usually I'm the last factor. Everybody else always asks me. But the fact that he's stepping in and he's I have um a accountable partner, accountability partner partner with that was very like, okay, you're learning too. And so he's like, oh whatever, you know. But you know, it took him a, a while to learn it because he was a little bit more more um carefree about it than I was I started off with my anxiety on 10 first and then I had to bring it down he was always down here so now I you know it's just it's just a good place where we are with understanding how the allergies work so you're teaching your family all about it you're teaching your friends you're teaching the girls you're teaching your husband you're a great resource for people online where do you go for help who do you ask not just about this in general I'm on, I'm online too. I'm on, I'm looking on, um, I'm in different allergy groups. Um, I, I, you know, I talk to my allergists, but I'm online looking just like everyone, everyone else is. Um, and I, you know, we have this thing called instincts as well. I use them. They've been very helpful for me, but most importantly, I'm online speaking to other allergy parents. Um, and I'm just, paying attention to see what everybody else is doing what did you if that worked for you let me see if it worked for me I realized also that whatever worked just keep doing that at the beginning I was trying too much let me see if this worked no I just stick to what I know and I just continue to do the same thing right yeah for sure so speaking of online tell our listeners where they can connect with you online what's the best way to listen to your, uh, you know, your vlog and, and hear all about your girls and your journey? Well, I have a, a Instagram page and a YouTube um, page and they're both allergy lifestyle mom. So if you want to see our experiences, get lunch ideas, um, I'll share, I'm sharing what we're doing, what works for us and it could possibly work for you. So it's allergy lifestyle mom. Perfect. And just before we wrap up, I like to end all of our episodes with two truths and a lie. So 
We're not going to share with the listeners which one's not true. They'll have to reach out to us in the comments or direct messages on any of the social media platforms. Crystal, two truths and a lie. Okay, two truths and a lie. All right. So. (laughs) Pressure's on. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, one quick question. With these two Two truths and a lie. Are they about me or Kylie and Camille or anything? Uh, anything you want, but generally about you. But they're part of your story, right? So there's no wrong answer. Okay. Um, I like to. I like to travel. I absolutely love eating vegetables. And I, and I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, if you want to know which one is false, you let me know, and I will be happy to share the truth or the lie with you. Uh, Thank you so much for being with me today, Crystal. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And listeners, thank you for being here as well. If you like what you hear, please follow and subscribe, not just the Shandyland podcast, but also Uh, Allergy Lifestyle Mom on Instagram and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk soon. Bye.